All right, guys. Uh, Will Jones, once again, uh, so excited to have you guys tuning in. Uh, we are here, uh, um, and I am here at the Georgia State Capitol, and uh, we have this young man that is with uh, the G- GA2A organization, and uh, we definitely, as we always do, want to get uh, good coverage for you guys. And I see, uh, while I'm talking with him, I didn't get the notice, but you is that a Decker? Okay, I see where you, you got a... Uh, uh, is that a decorated? Is that a? That's, that just proves that I was in the service. Oh, it does. Okay, so thank you for your service. We really do appreciate that. Uh, yeah. So, um, if you would give us your name and then uh, what it is your position with the organization. Uh, My name is Jerry Henry. I'm the executive director of uh, GA2A, and uh, we are a gun rights organization that has changed the laws in the state of Georgia over the last 15 years. Wow. So you've been, you guys have been working hard for the last 15 years. Um, I know it was a big win on, uh, last year with Governor Kemp signing in what some would call constitutional law, which, I mean, it should already been in existence, but, you know, we, we know how, uh, regulations and government getting their hand involved. Uh, um, with that success, where do you see you guys, uh, needing to fight? in areas now we've got an awful lot of things that that we're still uh working on there are things other than than getting rid of a permit we have uh, a law in georgia right now to where if if uh i feel like i'm being threatened if i open my coat and show my firearm i could be arrested for uh aggravated assault which is a felony carrying it carrying a 10-year penalty and a and a ten thousand dollar fine and become a felon, and you lose your rights to use your firearms. And we're trying to get that changed. Uh, we've got several other smaller things that uh, add up to, to cases what we such as we've uh, had in the past when we brought lawsuits. We found a lot of things that were uh, that were hidden in our laws. One of our first things that we wanted to do was get our laws uh, where anybody could read them and understand them and not have to have an attorney to, to tell you where you could go and where you couldn't go. Yes. And we've done quite a bit of that, but there are still laws that, that fall under that, that they're still kind of hid in another section somewhere. One of the things that we did a few years ago was we got um, the governor's emergency powers taken away from him to where he couldn't, during a declared emergency, he could not stop you from carrying a firearm or buying a firearm or buying ammunition, which prior to that he could. Prior wow. to 2016, he could do that. So is, was that the equivalent of, like, martial law, uh, what the federal government uses? It, it kind of. I wouldn't call it martial law, but it's it's the, the government has a whole lot more powers during those times when they can tell you what you can do and what you can't do. And and you need some of those things. You know, if you don't have good drinking water, you can't get out around and things of that nature. Somebody's got to take over Somebody and do things. Yes, but at the same time, when you're a, a law-abiding citizen, that's when you're most vulnerable. It's when the law can't get around, nobody can do anything. So you need to have your firearm. Julian, well, not Julian. I was about to say, uh, 
uh, I can't even get the word out, but uh, people that are going around taking the law yeah, unto themselves. Sure, you know, sure. yeah, that, that yeah. is the most concerning time. That's correct. Right when there, when nobody can get there to stop them, so you have to be your own first responder and um, vigilantes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, actually, vigilantes are the ones that think they're they're uh, the right stopping. The, yeah, they're they're the law trying to stop the looters and rooters. Yes. Uh, but. Um, there is a we found a a statute that allows the uh, head of the uh, state militia to okay. do the same thing. Yes, sir. So who appoints him, the governor? So who has the power to stop us? Wait, the, the state, the governor has the power to appoint a state militia. Is that am I the, hearing that right? He appoints the head of the state militia. Oh. We have a state militia here. And he appoints the head of that militia. And that militia, the head of the militia, has the same power that we took away from the governor. So, wow. in reality, the, the uh, governor still has that power since he appoints the guy. Okay. okay. There's, there's just a whole bunch of smaller laws like that, things that we need to get straightened out. Yeah. Uh, we also, uh, we've got a bill this year that um, if you uh, own a business and you don't allow firearms in there, if someone comes into your business, you've disarmed them, and somebody comes in and, and uh, shoots the place up. Who's going to protect? That's correct. And and uh, it would put the liability on the owner of the business. Yeah. So yeah, I like that. Yeah. I, like, I yeah. wasn't aware of that. Yeah. But I, I definitely like that because I, I think the more we have people carrying, the more protected we are. Because when these deranged lunatics go in a place shooting up and nobody's there to put a stop to them, he has, they have more opportunity to harm others. It's like shooting fish in the barrel is what I say. Yes, sir. Because they can go in, take their shots, do whatever. And if you look at most of the, the mass shootings, they're in gun-free zones. They're in schools. That's why people go to schools because they're gun-free zones. That's why they go to a lot of the shopping centers because they're gun-free zones. And it, obviously, they're not gun-free zones, but they got signs up saying they're gun-free zones. And the uh, honest, law-abiding citizen won't be in there. Now, I uh, recently had the chance, the opportunity to speak at um, a former candidate for lieutenant governor. Now, I know a lot of people on different aisles. Uh, when it comes down to that, but Mac McGregor and at this event, there were a group that was there speaking about civics, you know, trying to teach civics where it's potential with, um, being able to hold some manner of court, uh, through uh, the militia, the state militia. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if there's multiple militias, but they were speaking to the point that a a uh, a state militia on a local level, in the county le county levels, uh, teaching civics. Uh oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. And, and I'm very curious about this. Um, I know that there's a website out there um, that I've looked into, and actually I shared it on a, on our show earlier this week. And I stream uh, at 9 p.m. weeknights uh, on multiple platforms, not on Twitter and not on YouTube. I've been kicked off of there uh, back in 21, as many people have. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. But just out of curiosity, and I won't hold you up long. I, I appreciate you taking. Well, the 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 state militia that I'm referring to is uh, the Georgia Defense 
there, there's a, there is a state militia in Georgia. Okay, okay. It's organized. They, they are called out when we have, uh, you know, if we have tornadoes, we have uh, flooding, things okay. of that nature, where the people need to, we need to get more people in. We don't call in necessarily the National Guard. We call in our state militia. State militia, wow. That is and, yeah, I, I didn't have a clear understanding, yeah, but but, but we do. I have, think somebody may be wanting to speak to you, so I want uh, if it's someone you need to speak to. I, I definitely not a problem. Get, not a problem. I thank you. Uh, yes, sir. We appreciate it. And appreciate what you do. Yes, sir. How how can people get more involved with uh, GA two A? Um, do you have social media? If you go to uh, GA two A dot org. Uh, that tells you what we're doing, who we are, how to join, etc. Yes, sir. And uh, we were Georgia Carey for about, uh, well, until last year. We changed our name a year and a half ago from Georgia Carey to GA2A. That's, what That's it, where you've oh, heard of us. Oh, yeah. That's Georgia. why we were the one that did all the work beforehand. Ah, yeah. Okay. I was wondering about yeah. it. Yeah, okay. That's us. Okay. Thank you so much. You no uh, problem. I really appreciate y'all giving me the opportunity to be in here with you guys. All right. Okay. Thank you so much. All right. So that is one interview now. Representative speaking to everyone. Oh, uh, okay. So let me uh, switch my camera angle around, guys. Uh, we're going to switch it around like this. Well, okay. Looks. All right, guys, uh, we are here in uh, Georgia capital uh, with different representatives that are coming in um, and just introducing themselves uh, to the two, the GA2A. As you just heard, uh, these guys were formerly the uh, Georgia Carey, and they have uh, been fighting on behalf of representatives and uh, of the 2A um, Second Amendment rights activists. And so we're just very, very honored to be here in the midst of them. And on the table, they have displays of different uh, buttons and so forth. And different information. We got hats on the table. Um, if you guys are in the metro Atlanta area, uh, swing on by. Uh, they, they will be here uh, 
for a little while longer to get and meet them. I am going to see if I can get another interview with someone. Wow. I actually think the wrong camera is on the the sound is coming through the wrong place. Wow. I'm gonna put this down for a moment and uh, check our audio because my it appears my uh, Bluetooth is connected to the wrong thing, the wrong device. Bear with me a little bit, guys. Try to get a, a additional interview. I tried every pillow out there and nothing worked. Ten years ago, I invented my pillow. It took me two years to develop because I wanted to have everything you would ever want in a pillow. I made sure that you could adjust my patented fill so you could have the exact support you need as an individual regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last, so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. I backed my pillow with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. My pillow lets you adjust it to your exact individual needs regardless of sleep position and stays that way all night long so you get the best sleep of your life. (laughs) 
All right, guys, if you'd like to support the Apostolic Conservative Show, please uh, go uh, to MyPillow.com, and you can use promo code APCOSHOW, A-P-C-O-SHOW, to support us over there. And we thank you so much. media and such so, so it's like that so um, yeah I mean just yeah because this, that is the one thing that a lot of people want to do is divide us to separate us because if they can divide us and separate us then, then we're not strong and then they can push agendas that they want to and we have no we don't have strength enough to resist it and uh, I'm a constitutionalist myself and so I want to see our rights be stood up for and, um, and promote anyone uh, that is uh, standing up for our constitutional rights you know? and, uh, what inroads do you have with I don't at this time. I don't at this time. Uh, I'm on the outs- outskirts. We've talked to them in the past. Are they really? Okay. We have the same interest to not give your decision making. Well, not even to hear that. It's something that I'm, I'm willing, uh, if, if you have a means of contacting them, uh, I would love to I would reach out. If we got if we get away or something, um, you have my card. Uh, Joaquin, okay, pleasure to meet you always. Will Jones. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, my number is on there. I can give that to you at a later time. But my email is on there. So if you had come across the information, I'll reach out. And I'll speak, speak. And and also, it's, it's just not uh, political that I do. You know, I bring different guests on. I have a doctor. Uh, well, it's, it's a podcast, live stream against several different platforms. Uh, uh, face. Okay, I will. Thank you. I appreciate it. I will. And I will. Thank you. Um, well, face, face. No, I, unfortunately, I'm, I've been kicked off of Twitter and YouTube. So, permanently banned. And so, yeah, and so a lot of, you know, talk, because I talk about things that they're now starting to talk about mainstream media are talking about now. But back then, we were called, we were called conspiracy well, you know, that's, that's a clean one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We caught a whole lot of that. I lost a lot of friends, you know, uh, just standing where, where I stand uh, on truth. Uh, no, I, not more extreme because of who I support when it comes down to just saying political party. Exactly. I've been ca- I've literally been called a racist. I've yeah. You know what's is that crazy? Uh-huh. 
Oh yeah, yeah. It'll be, it'll be, the world cut on its head. Yeah, it's in Isaiah. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but we have one side left of basically making racist claims, but calling it non racist. I know, and yeah. We, we are making conservative claims. Yeah. It has nothing to do with it's Nothing to do with race it's at all. Political. Sometimes it's not even really about policy, sometimes it's more just about morality, decency, like what glue that holds well, us together as a culture. And, and the thing is that we have. A Marxist culture uh, that has been attached to minorities and infiltrated different areas of the government, you know, to push this agenda. And it is a chaotic, it's a destructive, Karl Marx was a destructive in, individual. Which is interesting because I think, I would, from my perspective, I can make the argument that we didn't call it Marxism. People just kind of practice certain philosophies mm -hmm. uh, recently. Yeah. And I want to say, what I heard, correct me if I'm wrong about this, the Black Lives Matter website, when that came yes. about, yes. had a line basically yes. claiming, yeah. say we are trained, we are trained Marxists. Mm -hmm. why, why are they so bold about that? Like before, if you did practice somewhat of a leaning towards uh -huh. Marxism, you didn't claim it. I think because they have they have had inroads into areas for a long time uh, from youth, um, and it, it, it actually started before Obama got in office. It propelled forward uh, with Barack Hussein. It fundamentally changed. Yeah, America. Yeah, and he said that's what he wanted to do, and he did. He's done it. And sadly, sadly, the first go round. Leading up to his the election, I was a part of the deception. You know, I was deceived. You know, I because he said that he the first go round, not the second. No, not the second go round. The first go round, because now I helped support Bush and all, but I got I got so frustrated. So were you more independent? No, I did consider myself uh, independent, but now I am a re Republican. I'm a precinct chairman, and I'm very active now. Um, and I've been uh, been there the, the couple of times that Governor Kemp has come to Douglas County, where I reside in a part of the, the GOP there. Um, well, and I, I'll say with, with what they have been doing, They've, they've infiltrated for a long time. They've been teaching this stuff in our schools. And it's kind of been like in the urban areas or in the heavily black areas. We've been hands off uh, with the GOP uh, conservatives. And they've not even wanted to put funding into those areas. I know good. Yeah, exactly. But it's worth the fight. 
to let people know that we're willing to fight for them, even if they don't understand. And that's kind of what uh, what we do with the show is that we're fighting, and and many of us, all of us out there, we're fighting for people when they don't even understand that we're fighting for them. Or why? Well. I mean, I would assume education is probably... It's education. Like, they don't... It's it's, it's education and it's tone as well. Okay. Because people, and and you you probably know this from the gospel, and and other, and maybe other, maybe not the gospel, but from people people speaking about it or preaching, that people really don't care that you care until they see that you care. And so what we have to do is we've got to make more inroads to those that are willing to dare to stand up. Now, I know that there are some people that may be, um, what do they call them, um, sleeper sales, you know, so to say. Well, I mean, was it, I think Nick said possibly talking about the silent majority. The silent majority. It's the majority necessarily, but they are silent. Why yeah. are they being so silent? Well, when it comes, I can speak from the black community, which predominantly those areas where I grew up over 20 some years you know, of my life um, is that a lot of people just have bitterness because they've been told that they did the white man this, the white, and just being real with you, that the white man did this and it's because of the white man, there's this system that is set up to set up, but they don't realize that the white man that they, they if, the, if there is any truth to that, the reference to it goes back 50 years ago to the Democrat Party that was pushing all of these. Lyndon Johnson, great society. Oh yeah, uh, for the, and he, he, he taking them home, the welfare checks, it'll keep them enslaved. Yeah, but and not it, the historical definition of slavery. No, it's it's, it's a new slavery. It's yeah. a mental slavery. Yeah, it's, exactly. it because you can see that anytime they throw out their uh, the left throws out um, the they are racist. They use the racist people mind would just shut down. They don't even want to hear them. When, when they hear that someone, and they use that as a tactic. It's a, it's a much older tactic. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, again, the, the phrase ad hominem attack. Okay. Like an ad hominem attack essentially is Latin. It just means that you're not even addressing the conversation or the argument. You are addressing surface details. Yeah. You're a mean person. You're, I mean, they will sling all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and if we yeah. Can have that debate, oh, yeah, that, that, if that goes back to the big lie also. Yeah. They, if we they, can they, essentially make people not trust this person, not even listen to his arguments, can we run the argument? What do you think about that? Because I, I've talked about this on the show that I believe that they are literally using uh, yeah. Uh, we used to accuse the radio guys of uh, Hitlerish tactics against us, and it goes along. It goes. It goes along the line with. I don't know that big word you just used, but no, not propaganda. Uh, the, ad hominem, and it's basically in that sense of what he did, the tactic he used against uh, the Jewish. People. You know, to say that they're evil. They're, they're, it's because of them we got this sickness. Because of them. Yeah, especially if you look at, like, I mean, I haven't studied that time so much, but there used to be pictures, almost like wanted posters, mm-hmm. outlining this is how the Jewish people look. And they have, like, pointing to a nose. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is so surface level. Yeah. Not to mention, Jewish people, it's a 
culture. It's, it's a religion, if you will. Mm -hmm. but they it are, is cultural. But here's the thing is, they're also, at the time, they were also Germans. They had been Germans for yes, a long time. Yes, lived over there for a long time. Uh -huh. and, like, the thing, I heard someone recently, I think it was Rich, okay, okay. they asked me a question, and like, the media is furious with him, as you may understand, because he has not been a good Democrat. No, he hasn't told the lie. He hasn't been supporting Frankly, him and the other representative actually, I feel like they saved the miracle when they stood up like they did with that. Recently, someone asked him a question, why do you identify as a Democrat? Because quite frankly, they want his head on a stick, okay. on a spike. Mm -hmm. And he said, as an American. Yeah, well, you know what? That made me feel all the warms because I'm like, <laughs> that is the unifier. We're the United States of America. Yeah. We have to we unify. When Joe Biden was elected, he's like, I'm going to be the great, you know, We're going to bring everyone together, and we're all just going to make it. That yeah. was a campaign promise that just like a politician would yeah. never deliver on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, but we need people saying America, Americans. Yeah. When when Donald Trump said, "Make America great again." I think that that can be taken to mean so many different things. Yeah. Uh, I think that the I was I was uh, reminded of something recently. Let's say that you're having a quarrel with someone that you love, someone in your family. Yeah. Say. Yeah. Oftentimes, what happens is when you love someone, you'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they didn't mean what they said. Maybe they meant something else, or maybe they didn't know yeah. what they yeah. were communicating yeah. to me. So I give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. When you don't love someone, you do not give, give them the benefit of the doubt. That's, that's so a good way to put it. You take them usually at their worst meaning. And so the, the phrase, make America great again, yeah. the Democrats have taken that to mean, oh, we're going to be thrown to the, to the past. Well, what yeah. was happening in the past? Slavery, yeah. Jim Crow laws, yeah. injustice to this community. Yeah. And we're going to use that as an, as throw the word racist in there. Yeah. This is the reason why yeah. the African-American community can never switch over to become a conservative. Conservatives were like, no, if you look back before the Great Society, before the Democrats did that to the African-American yeah, community, we were, the African-American community was so much more successful. That's right. Higher know, than any other demographic in America. Solid families. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know why necessarily we have to create almost these two cultures. And I mean, I'm Hispanic, so I mean, there's, there's other kind of minority cultures in there. Why do we have to be different per se yeah. like when you call yourself a constitutionalist yeah. I mean that essentially means we don't believe in a monarch we don't believe in, in putting all this power in this in this god king mm -hmm. we believe that the power rests with the citizens yes, come yes, down to an individual yes. level and yeah sure we send things up to the state or the federal level when we have to yeah. but like you know we're here supporting second amendment rights today we believe that if something is happening I don't want to have to call the cops and wait 30 minutes to, <laughs> I know, to right? show up. If my <laughs> life is in danger, if my family's life is in danger, I want to be able to defend, to do the right thing. And I'm not a cowboy. I'm not out here trying to to assail other people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But we believe... You're not that, a vigilante. Well, and, and it doesn't matter what my skin color is, what anyone's skin color That's is. Right. If there's injustice happening, I should be able to stop it. I shouldn't... I think the, the assumption on from the other side is that when I see injustice and I have a gun, I'm going to create even further injustice. It's like, no, that's, no, like, that's not okay. like, why can't we just understand citizen to citizen? It's like nothing bad should happen to you. Yeah. Nothing bad that should happen to anyone. Yeah. There's evil forces in the world. And I feel like this is the Christian side of us. Is like, listen, you can't just do what the leftists think you can do, yeah. which is just pass a bunch of gun control, 
gun safety yeah, measures yeah, yeah. and everything before which really like, only restricts the law-abiding law citizens yeah. and it's like the criminals were never going to pay attention to the rules anyway by definition yeah so like we have to empower the individual and we have to get beyond looking at the surface level because quite frankly we're a melting pot. We've been proud of that for a long yes, time, right? I mean, yeah. even from our origins. Where else can we go across anywhere and across the water and become successful at whatever genre we're involved in? And it, it, it just doesn't happen like that. I think that. My, my biggest uh, thing that I learned that I'm a huge fan of is that if we claim that there is racism, in fact, I believe that the term used by the left is systematic racism, yes. right? Mm -hmm. Which means that it's built in at a fundamental level, foundational. It's it's it'll hold you down. It'll hold anyone that looks like you down. Yeah, thing. Fun, yeah. Uh, uh, institutional racism mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, systematic. I'm, I'm very familiar. If that is true, and this is my favorite piece of information, then why is it the African American community, mm -hmm. American being the keyword there, yeah, uh, is held back, but then African immigrants. Come here, come over and here, they're not, yeah. and they can excel. They can exceed. The Asian um, immigrants, yeah. to me, they are some of the. Their culture is so um, successful. Yeah. Quite frankly, they they listen to their elders. They study hard. They work hard. They don't just exist in vacuums. They support the community they belong to. And yet, look, the way that we define racism. Is basically like the white man against any person of color. Yeah, and the the yellow person or whatever you want to, you know, whatever however that was referred yeah. to in the past. Oh, Asians yeah, are not yeah. white, no. right? But I think there are actually cases where they are more successful than white people. Yeah. Right? Oh they, no, they, the, the college application. The statistics. Levels. Larry Elder has done a special on there and and put numbers to it that they actually are very much more successful uh, and so if the racist claim is true all those examples mm -hmm. african immigrants asians that shouldn't be allowed no. it should, the the system should be preventing that but it's well, not because the system is meant to empower individuals, individuals any yeah. person and you know the limiting thing is i mean you'll hear motivational speakers like tony robbins talking about this oh yeah is, yeah I'm very is more like the narrative Robin. you tell yourself mm -hmm. the limitations aren't here so if you can if you can tell yourself the right story, yeah. like a lot of successful people do. Yeah. Um, another one of my favorites, uh, God rest his soul, was uh, Herman Cain. Oh yeah. You know yeah. Herman Cain yeah. with his business background, yeah. and then he's tried running for for politics. Yeah, run, running he for was, president. He was yeah. an example of the color of my skin doesn't keep me down. No. no. You know, yeah. and, and I feel like again those words going back to Martin Luther King Jr. The mm. content of the character was the thing that propelled it. Yes, the character, and that is. What we see taking place with the demoralization or uh, the morals, morale, or morals of the country being eroded by all of these different people that have this godless society that they're pushing. And that's really what it is, is an attack on God's creation. Um, you know, there's a spiritual battle that's taking place. And there are people being manipulated and, and willingly going forward. I mean, the craziest thing is that we, we, you know, people can do what they want to. They can worship who they want to worship. Free and country. all of that is a free country. But there are literally people that we've not seen before that are Satan worshipers in the White House. 
Yeah, like and just opening, open and and exposing Facebook I'm, pictures, and you're yeah. like, that's a pentagram. Yeah, that's right a there. pentagram on his chest, yeah. and he's in in the White House, in the cabinet. You and know, proud of it, and, and they're proud of him. And yeah, really and and they continue to promote these things that are that are contrary to to our faith. And here's the and, thing. Yeah, I'm a Catholic. Mm-hmm. Okay, I believe in Jesus Christ. Welcome. The President of the United States right now is a. I'm going to use air quotes for this devout Catholic. Mm. Yet his administration is proud of this pentagram person in yeah, the White House. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. That's not devout. Yeah. This, this has nothing to do with Christianity. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it your doesn't. politics is number one to this guy. Mm-mm. Anything else? Is, I would even is, say is Christianity way is not even down, number two. Way for, down. Yeah. Yeah. He, it's, he's using it as a uh, as a mask. Mm-hmm. When he puts on the the Christian mask, mm-hmm. well, you will you will take what I say. You yeah. will. Um, You'll favor me, and it's like you. This is why Donald Trump was such a refreshing uh, yeah. person for so many people. Yeah. Is he wasn't wearing the politician Mm-mm. tactics, the Mm-mm. mask, any of that. Mm-mm. In fact, I mean, he got himself into a lot of trouble just by saying things boldly. Politicians that they didn't would want never. Say. And then he said he talked about things that they didn't want to be talked about. Political correctness. Right? Yeah. Remember that yeah. when he kind of came out against that? And it's like, guys, we know this yeah. in our core. Yeah. Because you, you rewind the clock back so far, political correctness isn't what defines us as a culture. Why on earth we put the shackles of political correctness on ourselves yeah, yeah. when, quite frankly, where is it leading us? I mean, someone like Elon Musk, who was, you know, um, identified as a, as a liberal, liberal for, for the longest time, mm-hmm. has just been honest and clear. Is like, you know what? I stayed still in my beliefs, I, principles, if you mm-hmm. will. I believe certain things are right, wrong. My party left me. Yeah. It just went yeah. skewed all the way to the I, and, left. And I think what what was a wake up call for him is I can't remember. It's one of his kids. I can't remember if it's a boy or a girl, but they went as far to disassociate themselves from him, and and to even change their name so it'd be representation of the opposite. And I think that right there was a wake up, you know, because like when, there was uh, something toxic in his own family. Yeah, became sensitive to. It. He's like, why is my daughter cutting all ties? Yeah, and and I think that right there, and it was a God sent moment in a way. You know, what I mean, you really because as he began to speak truth and reveal truth, He's I mean, a, he bought, bought a crime scene. <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> yeah, Twitter. I mean, that the federal the files coming out right now. Uh, yeah, just and here's the thing is like, I don't necessarily want to believe, and I don't. I believe this is true. Okay, that Elon Musk is not necessarily. He said he'll vote Republican. I don't believe he all of a sudden has just changed his spots and is now just conservative and Republican. I believe that he's still fighting according to the same principles he's always he's had. He's always had, yeah. So the thing is, like, I trust him to not be a stooge yeah. of some other party. So, like, I actually do trust that when he is doing, when he is having anyone look into what happened to Twitter. Yeah. You know, I don't believe he's trying to now tell a biased representation that the other side no, will agree no, with and, no. and fall in lockstep behind. I believe it's like, guys, this happened. You know, conservatives have been complaining for, it seems like, 10 years yeah. of censorship. Yeah. Of, you know, you're getting kicked off of uh, YouTube Twitter and Twitter. And, mm-hmm. This has been happening. We all know about it. But it's never been officially acknowledged. Acknowledged. Com- yeah. Companies are like, oh well, we have uh, automation. 
kicking people off these platforms. Like, we know yeah, we got like algorithms. Automation. Yeah. yeah. You have like a room full of people sometimes just being like, I don't like what he said, kick them off. It's like the yeah. children making these. I think he's trying to make it over here to you. <laughs> yeah. So it has been happening, and now, it's, uh, and I think pretty much with 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 President Trump, President Trump has really just brought everything out, brought things that were exposed, you know, um, you know, and. Th- there's the pros and the cons, but I think the same thing that gives him the audacity to say the things that he said, that sometimes gets him in trouble, you know, and other people can't receive, you know, because they're so offended by it or whatever, is what made him be so great that he could speak up and he could lead from a standpoint of not trying to be so politically correct with everyone, you know, and I think President uh, Bush, uh, 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 Herbert Walker Hex actually said uh, in an interview, he was talking with someone else, and he says that, you know, being president of the United States of America, you would think you're the most powerful person in the world until you get in their office, and then you find out it's all kind of things you got to deal with, where where you wanted to do, th- where he wanted to do better things, but he was getting held back and couldn't do better things. And, uh, and, and, the biggest thing is, I think Trump wasn't beholden to many people at all. You know, he didn't owe. Well, he didn't owe what a lot. Because a political candidate will come into the White House, but they'll have so many financial backers yes. that you really have to support yeah. the people that put you there. And they're good nature. You know, most of them have a good nature. They're really trying to be do the right thing for America within themselves, and they feel indebted because these people have helped them get to that place. And nowadays, so, you have a lot of the backers of the Democratic Party that are. Proclaimed Marxists, yeah. and if you look at the the philosophy behind that, it's like I think Jordan Peterson, one of the oh of, my uh, goodness, conservative. Well, I wouldn't even call him conservative, mm-hmm. but like one of the great thinkers yeah. right now, uh, kind of calls to to mind that you have a right and a left. Uh-huh. Another way of saying that is you have kind of uh, a group that supports a system that can support everyone, mm-hmm. and then you have essentially the. Um, the left is the corrective wing of, of the ideology. So if the system gets something wrong, the left comes in and says, hey, these little forgotten people are oppressed. We need to do something about that. Great. Well, the left, unfortunately, has this other bitter quality to them, which is chaos. They uh. seek to destroy. And so what happens is Marxism is birthed of yeah. the left. And yes. So when you get yes. Marxism in there, it's like, listen, I don't care about your capitalist free market society yeah. your, your, your religion yeah. i'm gonna raise it to the ground yeah and then it'll be better afterwards it's like excuse me how where like, <laughs> forget was it churchill that said like um you know i hate capitalism what's the best we got so far it's best yeah it's and like i mean point to something that's better yeah so you, it's like you, you can't can, you and in and, and our country, yeah. the blessings we've been given by our forefathers, the Democratic Republic, yeah. it's an experiment. Yeah. And and we're so grateful for it because of everything, every freedom, every every opportunity it's given us. Mm-hmm. Yet we have a group of very vocal minority 
Yeah. Because that's what I would say that they are. Is I believe if you look at who's actually active and, and followed on Twitter, it's a very tiny so, uh, vocal minority. I agree. That is that is causing everyone to consider only their policies when their policies are destructive by yeah. nature. Yeah, socialism has been the death of over sixty million people in history. Right, you and know, we can point to China, we can point to Russia, yeah. we can point to a lot more places than yeah. that, and yeah. say, why? Uh, how is how is anyone still buying this yeah. idea? Like, yeah. I know that college people are kind of renowned for saying, like, well, communism's good in theory. It's like, what theory, what theory is that? Because <laughs> that was all bad. Yeah, like, yeah. The only way to make sure that everyone has every has all the same is to reduce everyone down to the bottom. But you know what? They can do that, and if they keep going on the path we're on, we'll be there before we know it. But if they if they do that, it'll still be the same thing over because people are gonna rise up. It, but what they are banking on is is that they it will be their people and their system that rises up, so that they will just like in every other socialist country, the the political pundits or those that already had money will be the ones that will be with the money and the power and can get things done when no one else can. An example of that, so my dad is from El Salvador. Oh, okay. And he told me that uh, if you kind of condense some of the El Salvadoran history and just kind of tell a very simple narrative, what happens is they believed in this kind of socialist communist revolution kind of thing. Uh So what happens is you're you're talking about a a society that more or less looked like so many other societies. You have a lot of poor people at the bottom. You have a few wealthy landowners kind of running everything. And Mm -hmm. they're educated and less education down here. The problem is, is there was a revolt, an overthrow. And so you end up killing them or scaring most of them away out of the country. With the wealth. Well, maybe, but they have to leave their land behind, their farms, all that. So all of a sudden, the poor people, they're revolting. Like, everyone kind of drawing a pyramid here, right? Mm -hmm. It's a pyramid scheme. Everyone on the bottom is like, hey, great. We've kicked out our oppressors. We now have all the, you know, the the capital is in our hands. Well, it's very short-sighted thinking because what ends up happening is that, that pyramid ends up forming itself again. Of the people that take the land, guess what? There are a few that rise to the top because yeah. they know how to run a business better. They know how to run a farm better. Yeah. And so what happens is it reforms, and you wait one generation, two generations later, and all of a sudden that system that revolted and, and destroyed and killed and happens all over again. Yeah. This time, you're just talking about the descendants of those original revoltants. Yeah. So we have to acknowledge that there is kind of a certain order and nature to things. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one thing that, you know, as, as a conservative Christian, mm-hmm. I was reminded of recently is that um, conservatism versus kind of a, a liberalism, you'll hear a lot of liberal people, especially young liberal people, say okay. the thing that I can't wait to do is I, I want to change the world for the better. And it's like, okay, so your focus is more on I want my actions to change the world. Yeah. And I think if you listen to some wise people, they say, you know, don't try to change the world. Don't try to change your country. Don't try yeah. to change your community. You know, the, the thing you have to change ourselves. Is, is ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the conservative frame of thinking is almost more like, okay, you know what? I'm not so focused on change, per se. We believe in God. Yeah. We believe yeah. that everything was made yeah. for a purpose uh-huh. by a creator. That's you know, right. You know what we spend our time doing is seeking to understand. Uh, God, I want to understand mm-hmm. how you made me. Yeah, how you made so I can world. be more like him. I want to understand. So what happens is you have one side that's seeking to change first. I want to change the family unit. I want to break down the oh, nuclear yeah, family. Yeah. And this side's like, well, I want to understand why the family unit is so successful. Why does it breed the best? Yeah. And, and that's kind of the difference there is this one's like 
it's again the right versus left. I'm gonna build a system that stands the test of time, right? That is good. I'm gonna or, or build or, or quite frankly understand that system. And this side's like I'm gonna destroy whatever's there. Wow. Yeah, and and, it, that's and, the layout. And, and the way it's so it is. weird. Like I'm not trying to necessarily <laughs> conflate Christianity with conservatism. No, no, no. Yeah. Because I, I know some people that do. I, I'll say identify as kind of liberal Christians. Oh yeah. But yeah. there seems to be an antithesis there, or, or a conflict. Yeah. Which is when it um, comes down to life. When you believe <laughs> in destroying things. Like for instance, you, you talk about life when it comes to like abortion. That kind yeah, of yeah. Abortion How can is wiping see? out so many African Americans. Yeah. Thirty-six percent. And yet, African Americans, the community, will champion. Oh, no, it's my pleasure. Thank you guys for having me. All right. You get anything worthwhile? Oh, he is he, he, oh. he is, is indirectly giving me a whole lot. Hopefully they can hear him. But he's been dropping so much knowledge. I have enjoyed this thoroughly. Yeah, and so uh, well, and, I'm you know, excited. This is a, you know, as a conservative Christian, this we're talking here Second Amendment rights and, and mm-hmm. you know, making sure that the power at the individual level is protected. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's kind of part of a bigger narrative here. We're not just, hey, my gun needs rights. Right. You know? Yeah. This goes back to the centurion soldier with the soldier. Mm, okay. Uh, we didn't dis- we didn't disarm the centurion. We didn't disarm Paul. He cut off the man's ear. Jesus put the ear back on. Yeah. But he didn't take his sword away. No. He said, "Give up your cloak and buy a sword." Mm-hmm. Yeah. He never. Well, I, if that's where you want to go. I, yeah. He I never taught against the military. He never. He never taught against it. No. He just told him to do justly. You know, do the right thing. You know. And there are times when we've gone to war for just cause. Uh huh. Because it was the right thing to do. Yeah. And. and I feel like even Jesus, the concept of Jesus, the understanding of Jesus and Christianity tells us what is the right thing to do yes. is you recognize evil. When you rising recognize evil, up against the Nazis yeah. is the right thing to do. Yeah. Rising up against ISIS is the right, right thing, thing to, do. to do. Rising up against Russia or China. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm on it. Yeah. Well, and one of the things in the 2A community is we don't believe in, in being the aggressor. Right. Yeah, you almost yeah. have to wait until there is a present danger, and that's well, when you're... Prime example. Right. Go back and look at the original speeches, the original text that, that Roosevelt wrote, and it's all in there. It's full of religious reasons of where we didn't aggr- we weren't the aggressor. We didn't go look for this trouble, but you were walking up sleeping giant and yeah. to fight to the end. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you so much. Uh, what was your name? Joaquin. Joaquin. Yeah, Will. Will. Uh huh. All right. Look, guys.